this is Deborah. I remember y'all doing this, and I'm back again with another podcast. And in this podcast, I'm going to be uh, discussing episode eight. So we are in the episode, The Noble Choice. All right, so we're in episode four, and this episode is going to, I'm going to be talking about The Noble Queen. So this episode is very important. If you haven't listened to it, make sure you go back to the other three episodes. Make sure you go back to the first one, episode one, two, and uh, three, and listen to all of those. So we have the Tyrant Queen, the uh, Beauty Queen, the Enabling Queen, and this is um, episode This is episode four, the Noble Queen. So this one is very important, all right? This, this uh, episode is going to be the characteristics of your wife and what you want to look for. In your wife, this is this is this is the wife. This is the characteristics. Okay, so I'm going to be reading from the book of Esther. I'm going to uh, uh, read this this uh, verse, and I want to tell you guys about uh, now Vashti, Queen Vashti. She had all the other characteristics, all right, but she she was she had a lot. There was a lot of things going on with her, and. This wasn't the queen that that the king want needed. This wasn't the one that he needed. Yeah, he was her, he was he settled for her. He was with her for a long, probably a long time, probably like ten years. He might have been married to her. But God, because the king, let me tell you guys something about this king. This king was a, a very how he was before he met Esther, Hadessa. He was a very stubborn king. All right. He was a person that he he was he didn't want to hear nothing from nobody. Let me tell you. He didn't want to hear from nothing from nobody. He did whatever he wanted wanted to. He probably made some of the wrong choices when he was with this other queen. They both did. Imagine two people uh, doing whatever they want to do, don't want to hear from nobody. Yeah, that's how they were. Esther came in. God sent her to come in and cha- he changed his life with this person. He, he he changed his life. He wasn't a Delilah. Yeah, Delilah. Samson and Delilah, Samson, uh, you know, was having sex with Delilah. She made him feel comfortable because that was her job, to make him feel comfortable, you know. So he went to this prostitute, but she set him up. She wasn't the one. She wasn't the wife for Samson. She had another intention. She wanted money. But Esther was something about Hadessa, Esther, you know, which is Hadessa. He wrote something about her that was this person's wife, you know. This was a wife. This was somebody who he could come to. This was somebody who challenged him, you know, and still she was submissive as well. But she helped him change his character. I'm telling you, this was a person. He was he was a stubborn thing. He wanted his way. That's how he was in his kingdom. But when she came in, he he had he had a love for her. Let me tell you the love he had for her. He had a love for her that that softened his heart. But it softened his heart in another way. Because his heart, he had a very cold little heart. It was like very, you know, snarky, whatever, you know, oh, you're talking too long, I'm ready to go, that type of way. But when she came around, yeah, he was rude, but he, he, he began to, his heart began to soften when this person came around. You know, it was like, let's say, maybe she opposed something that he, he uh, maybe he didn't, she didn't agree with. But he said, you know what, I guess. I guess maybe I guess he really loved her a lot. He loved her. He had a, he fell in love with her. It was like a love at first sight thing. She was very different from the other women. Keep in mind he had dated all these different women. This was around the time he was choosing a king. I mean a queen. 
he had ran to all these other women, but this woman was very peculiar. She was very different. She was very different from the other women, and he knew that. He knew that. There was something about her, and it's like, it, it, it angered him. It angered him that he loved this person so much. You understand? You know how you love somebody so much and it angered you? It's like, you know you want to say in your toxic ways, but this you love this person so much, and even though you want to get, you, it's like you don't want to listen, but then you be like, ugh, you know? Like, she get on my nerves. Like, she's so, why does she have to make it so difficult for me? It's like, I know, I know what I'm doing is, I know what I'm doing is wrong, <laughs> you know? It's like she she challenges me. It's like why why can't why can't she just leave me alone? You know why can't she just leave me alone? So he really loved this person, and it was almost like it was like he loved her to the point where it was like, ugh, you know, like ugh. I mean, I don't even. This person is changing me. You know how you meet somebody, you like ugh, I'm changing for the good with this person. Like I don't know what it is, but she get on my nerves. Uh 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 uh. He get on my nerves. Like it's like. They making me change. They making me change. Like they don't like. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get her to accept my old ways, my toxic version of myself. I'm trying to get her. To, the other women accept it. Why do other women accept it? Why do other women think this is cool? They they like this stuff. They like this. And why she just like Ugh, whatever. Like why she's not. Is she? Why isn't she accepting the old toxic version of, of myself? Because that's the life. That's the person that is that has to stand in place. No, she's not gonna enable you. She's not gonna just to be the beauty queen. She's not just gonna be some old tyrant who just like you, you didn't match your match. Yeah, she's gonna be you match your match, but she's gonna be you match your match in a good way. It's almost like you match your match, but it's in a, it's in another version, the, the uh, healthy version of yourself, the version of yourself that died to yourself. So the tyrant queen is your match. Because you, that's, is she your match, but is she in a toxic version of yourself? Same thing with the enabling queen. This person gonna go along with you. The beauty queen gonna act like ain't nothing going on. This one is a match, but she is your, the, the healthy version of yourself, the, the, the version of yourself that you scared to go into because yeah, you wanna stay in the toxic version. Yeah, that's this one. That's this one. This is the one you need. This is the one that's not gonna be like, you know, you doing all the other stuff. She ain't gonna be like, mm -hmm, yay. No, she's going to be like, you know, like, you need to get yourself together. You know, like, what is this? No, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not really saying that, but yeah, this, this don't make me feel good. I, I don't feel like, that's that one. That's what I'm telling you. That's the one you need. You know, the one that's actually going to, um, yeah, she, she, you didn't match your match with her because you can't run over her. Okay. You can't just, she ain't just cute. She got, she knows she cute. She got a nice seat. She work on herself. She can cook. She can clean. She independent. Okay. She got, she a problem sitting with, she everything. So you, it's nothing that you can bring her that she already don't got. That's very important about this noble queen. She already queen. She already knows she's capable. You're, she's a prize and she knows it. So there's nothing you can manipulate her. See, that's why you're irritated. That's why y'all men are irritated. There's nothing you can manipulate to get her to impress her by with material things, with all this stuff, because she already got it. That's the thing, she's already content. So a lot of you men are irritated. You're irritated because this specific person, there's nothing like, it's like, you know, I tried to do everything. I, I mean, I'm trying to get her to come back. And then, no, 
she is waiting for the king. That's what she waiting on. She waiting for a king. If you're not a king, she ain't, she ain't, no, no, no. She's not approaching you. She ain't about to approach you. She gonna, she, she gonna, she waiting for the king. She waiting for you to put her hand out and say, hello. Then she gonna say, oh, yeah, hello. She's not about to be playing, playing around with you, chasing you around like these other women. No, no, she, she knows she's going to stand in her place. That's what I'm saying. She's going to stand in her place. She's going to know who she is. She's going to, she's going, yes, she's going to challenge you. If something is off and she see y'all going the wrong way, she's going to say, hey, something ain't looking right. You know, we sailing this way. We're supposed to be sailing this way. Because you're the captain. You're supposed to be leading her. So if you're too busy the captain and you, and you, about, and you back there, doing all this other stuff with the other people, what's going to happen? She is going to say, hey, you know what? The ship the ship is sailing a, a little, the ship is sailing in the wrong direction. Yeah. She's going to say the ship is sailing in the wrong direction. We, we got to do something about this. Yeah. That's what she's going to say because that's the type of person you want. You want somebody to look ahead and see ahead that something is wrong. You want somebody to see when you when the ship is sailing, you want somebody to see ahead that something is wrong. And she gonna tell you, hey, something ain't wrong. She's gonna have a dream. You know, I saw this person coming in your life and it was a woman and she was a distraction, you know. Y'all married, so she telling you no, and you ain't getting upset, you like, yeah, you know. Okay. You want somebody like that. You want somebody like that. So this person is um, a person who is very um She's, she's all around, okay? She is, she's beautiful. She has a beautiful spirit. She's fear, She's God-fearing, you know? She ain't just pretending to be God-fearing, no. She's somebody who really, and even if, yeah, she's somebody, no, she's somebody who honors. She, she, this is a queen. This is somebody who, uh, who, oh, God-fearing, maybe she, she's about, she's a person with moralistic value. I'll say that too. She's a, she's a person with moralistic values. Like she not, she ain't too liberal. Y'all know y'all know y'all meet people, they too free. Hey, everything goes. You know, Polly Mori, let's go fly. No, 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 no. Not this one. Not this one. That's the other one. That's the enabling queen. That's her. That's the one you probably get a threesome from her. You probably get all this other stuff from her. Yeah, that's her. That's that, yeah, that's that one. That, that one gonna get you in a bunch of stuff. Probably gonna get you some STDs too. This one, this one has something, a, a class. There's a specific a prestige about this one that she's not going to settle and do everything because everybody else is doing it. No, she's a leader. She's not a follower. That's this specific individual. She's skilled. She's cultured. What did I say by culture? She, it ain't just one thing. She's skilled in the many things. Well, I'm not trying to say you might be the wife. Maybe she's only skilled in one thing. I'm not trying to say that. But this person is, is very culture. You know, this specific person is open to learning new things. Maybe she's open to eating new things. You know, maybe she's open to traveling the world. She's open to teaching you new things that you might not know. This person is somebody that you can, you can learn many things with and y'all can grow together. She's not just on a basic level. Of, of whatever she's actually on a higher level you know and, and and something else i want to say she doesn't have to be old to be this type of person she doesn't have to be over 30 you know she can be younger than you and she actually might have more experience and wisdom than you but she's not enabling you she's not just sitting there looking cute as a trophy she ain't all she's not your, your match screaming and y'all arguing all day no she's actually going to challenge you and 
she got other stuff to do. She's too busy to be sitting there running around chasing you around. She's, she's trying to keep herself up because keep in mind, she has a relationship with God or she has her relationship, you know, when I say relationship, she got her own life. You got your own life, she got her own life. When y'all come together, y'all gonna have a joint life. She don't have time to be sitting here running, leaving work to go do this and that and doing, doing the toxic stuff and thinking that's good. No, she don't have time for that. that that's, that's what I'm saying. And if you meet a man like that, that's not your husband. No, that's an enabling king. That's a tyrant king. That's a beauty king. That's what he is. Somebody who only care about his looks and going to the gym and going to the club. That's it, drinking, doing whatever. That's all he care about, that he don't care about you. You don't want to marry somebody like that. You need to marry somebody that's going to pray for you. You need to marry somebody that's going to love you. You need to marry somebody that's going to challenge you and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, you, you know, I don't know, I've been seeing you been off a little bit. You know, you okay? You everything okay? Not, not nobody that's saying, you know, oh, well, you need to get yourself. That, this is, you need somebody who's going to, who's going to genuinely care about your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health. You know, maybe if you did this. Not, not somebody that's going to judge you and call you fat or call you say, oh, you obese, you fat. You know, you don't need nobody like that. You don't need an emotional abuser. You don't need a narcissist who, who, who one day say, you know, oh, I love you, and then the next day they with a whole bunch of women. No, you don't need that person. That, that's not what you need. You don't need somebody who's going to lie to you and then come back and act like nothing happened just so they can be on good terms. You don't need that person. You need somebody that's going to be honest with you. You need a woman that's going to be honest with you. That's not gonna be sitting here like the beauty uh, queen with a whole with a bunch of secrets. And then you marry her, you married the wrong woman, and you see you see, you always see men in your house. You don't need that type of person. You need somebody who is honest with you, somebody who cares about themselves, somebody who has a moralistic standard, someone who is cultured, someone who is swift, someone who is even if they, they might not have a bunch of prophetic gifts, but somebody who can tell you ahead, hey. Going in the wrong direction. Hey, you know, God told me, showed me something, or hey, you know, they need to be able to see into your life. They need to be a visionary. Yeah. They need to be able to see into your life so they can help you and y'all can grow together. That's what you need. That's the type of person you need. You don't need this other stuff. This other stuff, yeah, that might be a girlfriend you with, but she ain't your wife. Yeah. No. She gon' you might, yeah, you might end up marrying the wrong one. But you're not gonna go to the level and the capacity that God wants you to go on. You're going to stay at the same level that you're at and you're going to keep on running. And all you're going to do is resent the little person and look at them from a distance. That's what's going to happen. You need someone of noble characteristics. You want a queen? I'm telling you what a queen characteristic is. This is how you're going to grow with this person. Yeah, this is how you're going to grow with this person. This person is not going to play around. You're going to graduate with this person. You're going to get a degree. You're going to come from off the street. And then all of a sudden, you, you want to be, you think you're on top of the world. Yeah, this is this person. That's this person who's going to take you from a rag to a rich, who you ain't have nothing. All of a sudden, you didn't build the house. You built the house. That's how this woman is. You get this woman in your life, you on the street, you living in a box, you didn't build the whole house you get with this type of woman. This is what I'm saying. This is the type of person you need in your life. These are the type of friends you need to associate in your life. It might not be your wife. She might be a friend. She might be a connection to you. You need this specific person in your life. 
You don't need all these other people in your life. You don't need all these other men in your life. Some, same thing with men. You need these type of friends in your life. Somebody who's going to see you and say, you know what? You know what, brother? Look, I know it ain't the best. You know, you ain't in the best part. Let me give you a little bit of cash or whatever. Let's get you together. Let me see if I can help you. I know you're going through this, but you know what? I don't want you to do this with your life. You 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 on a whole other lifestyle now. You know, I, I know. Look, bro, I know you might owe me. I know you might be doing some stuff. But you know what? Let me help you out because I don't want you to have to do this no more. Let me help you out so you can get back on the right track. You need a friend like that. You need somebody who's going to see you going in the wrong direction and they're going to help you. Yeah, you need somebody that see, that's, that's going to see you in sex work and they're going to say, hey, girl, you know what? I, I get that this is what you got to do for a living, but what can I do to help you? What can I do to help you? Even though you might not trust that person, what can I do? Can I give you a book? Can I give you something to help you get out of this? What can I do? Can I pray for you? Sometimes you just need to pray for people. If there's something you can do in somebody's life to help them get out of the situation that they're in, why don't you do it? See, the noble queen, the noble queen gonna see what you need. And she gonna do what she needs to do to help you to get out of a situation. She gonna help you get out of that toxic situation. She's not gonna enable you doing the certain stuff you used to do. No, she gonna help you find a way out. He's gonna help you find a way out if he's a man. He's If he's a friend, he's gonna help you find a way out. Hey, you know what, I don't want you, I don't want you, uh-uh, uh-uh. I don't want you doing this no more. Uh-uh, I know what you're doing, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing to get that money. No, I don't want you doing that no more. Let me, look, look let's do this. That's, that's what this noble person is gonna do. Let's do this. I tell you what, let's go ahead and just stop this, let's do this. Get your, just get yourself together. And then when you get yourself together, they might pay, pay you a hotel for you. You know what? I can do this for a week. Let's get your, get, just get yourself together. And, and you know what? When you do that, just thank God. Yeah, just thank God that, that God got you out of this situation and you're you, you going on the right track. That's the type of person you need in your life. That's a noble, characteristic person. That's a noble characteristic. That's a renaissance. That's what they call a renaissance man. A renaissance man is a man with multiple characteristics, a cultured man. A man who is a person who, yeah, that's the one that everybody want to be with. That's the one that everybody's compete with. He, you call him a renaissance. That's what they call him. The renaissance man. The renaissance woman. That's like me saying the noble. This is the, the royal person that everybody want to compete with. This is like the, the main person that you want to be with. That's that type of characteristic of this specific person. That's what everybody should be striving to be. Even if you're not there yet, you, you should be striving to, to try to be this person who is all around, who has multiple hats. You know, I was in elementary and I won all around girl. It was all around girl and all around boy. I won all around girl. It was, it was at graduation, it was my last year. And I got this award for, this certificate for all around girl, meaning I was skilled in everything. I was skilled in culture and multiple things. When you looked at me, the, teach, the teachers had to choose the, the, uh, the student. They went around, they had to choose which one they was gonna choose. So they had to look at all the kids. I won most all around girl in the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. They had to see which kid is all around in all of our classes. Yeah. Then in high school, I won most likely to succeed out the whole high school. 
So what I'm saying is, there that, that was the, I, I was this Renaissance person. Yes, you got jealousy when you this person. Yes, people hate you when you this person because they're striving to be that person. But what I'm saying is, everybody should be striving to be this individual. Everybody should be striving to be this person. That's the goal. So the teachers had to choose, as a child in elementary at this point, they had to choose who is who's gonna win this award. I got this award on the, on the day of graduation. I had no idea. That was the biggest award. Yeah, that's the first time. Then in high school, most likely to see. Then I got, what, what else I got? I got uh, cosmetologist of the year. You know how big that is? This is a whole, in the whole cosmetology department, I get cosmetologist of the year in high school at graduation. So I have a, I, I'm getting all these recognitions, trophies, and I'm always coming on top. You know why? Because the, the teachers, I had weaknesses, yeah. There were some things in cosmetology that I hated doing. I hated doing finger waves. I cut and I did stuff, but I was all around. This is what I'm saying. I got cosmetologist of the year because when you looked at everything in my life, even if I had a weak point, I might have been weak here, strong here, maybe a little bit weak here. You can look at it and you can, they looked at everything. That's what I'm saying. You look at everything about this person. Who's going to get the award? Her. I had no idea. The person I thought got the award was going to get the award. I looked over at her. I was like, what the, they didn't even know. You understand? I thought that she was supposed to get the award. I'm gonna be honest, I did. And I, and to be honest, she, she could have. Everybody in that room could have got that award. But God gave it to me. You understand? To show me, hey, I'm looking at you. I'm watching you. You come into class and look, it, it, all of this happened and somebody didn't even put all my hours in. Yeah. So it was a lot of jealousy and stuff going on too, and I still got this award. What I'm saying is, God is like, I'm looking at you, I'm watching you. Keep going. Everything you're doing, you might be, you might not be good at this point. You might be. I'm talking to somebody. You might not be good at this point. You might be just a little bit off on here. I'm watching you. Keep going. I'm watching you. You'll be surprised. Every award, even the math award I got in high school, most uh, outstanding math student. I thought the other dude was gonna get the most outstanding math student. I'm sitting here, I, I, I was all, every award I got, I was always surprised, even at prom. Most likely to succeed, I was sitting there having a conversation with somebody that called me. I'm looking shocked. Had no idea people voted for me. I, I didn't even know people liked me. You understand? So what I'm sell, telling you is people are watching me. They don't say nothing. They don't say anything. People didn't talk to me. I had no idea. But when you look, when you put me in a line, who is it? Who can, who can we prove that it, that's, that's going to be the, the, the one who is every single point? Okay, you look at this, you look at this, you look at this, you look at this, you look at this. Who is it? Me. Every time. Me. In elementary. Me. I had no idea the teachers was watching little things. Yeah, they was watching it. Does she have leadership? Look. Look how she, I'm sitting here like, imagine you being like eight, you know, you walking around seven. Does she have leadership? And she look, let's see how she interact with her friends. They at the park. They seeing me pushing the swing for the uh, I'm in the back of the I'm in the back of the kid. They're on the swing. Instead of waiting for my swing like this, waiting for the swing, I'm back there pushing the person on the swing. See, they was watching that. That's what I'm saying. I'm back there. Yeah, and we laughing. Does she have leadership? And can she follow? See, that's the that's the type of person, that's the noble queen. Can she follow you? Can she submit to you? Yeah, she can lead you. Yeah. But can she follow you? Yeah, see, I can follow. That's the thing. A lot of y'all can't follow. A lot of y'all women don't want to follow. You don't even want to be, you can't follow. 
back there pushing the swing. Teachers be watching. I ain't even know why they watching. Look. Okay, she can follow too. She leaving. I we see her, they would put me in the front of the, the line with the little key. But she look, she can follow. She not upset. Some of y'all throw tantrums. You're not in the front, you throw a tantrum. You don't have the spotlight, you throw a tantrum. He don't choose you, you throw a tantrum. You don't get that job, you throw a tantrum. Yeah, you can't because you can't follow. That's the thing. You always want to be first. See, the thing about me is I was always in the back. I was always in the back. I put myself, I was so shy, my head would be down. I walked, I walked around with my head down everywhere. I'm like, that's how I walked. And I would always end up, God would always put me in the front. But I start, see, that's what y'all don't know about me. I started in the back. I would get recognized from the back. Can you be at the back and get recognized? That's the true test. Can you be in the back stumbling? Not even that you, not even that you get recognized. Can you be in the back stumbling? When I say stumbling, can you be in the back going through suffering your own life? Going through things that's not so good. Having struggling with addiction. Having all the odds against you. Can you be in the back stumbling and God still put you in the front and you know that you deserve that spot? That's the test. That's the test. Can you? Can God pull you from the back and you know your life ain't perfect? You know you got a record. You know you've been in jail. You know you got an addiction. You know they don't like you. You know they jealous of you. Can you be in that spot and God put you in the front and you still own it and say, you know what? I don't even know why I'm here, but heck, but heck I'm here. I'm here. Can you do that so many times? Because a lot of y'all, God put you and he put you in the front spot. You get the reward. Some of y'all don't even take the award. You don't even think you deserve it. There's so many awards I didn't even think I deserved. And God said, you're qualified. You're noble. You're royalty. You're a renaissance. Look at you. You've been struggling. You was homeless. They tried to stop you. They lied on you. They cut you. They assaulted you. They did all this stuff to you, and I still keep putting you in the front. Stand in it. That's what God said. Stand in it. They try to bring you down. They can't. Why? Because you're renaissance. You're noble. You're royalty. Whoever leaves your life, you're still going to be at the top. That's what I'm saying. That's what you got to tell yourself. Yeah. That's the noble queen. That's the one. You walk out of her life, she's still good. You leave her, she's still going. You cheat, she done picked up her bags, and she still pick up herself. You left her with three kids, and she's still going. That's the noble one. That's the one. Because it's a personality. You might not even marry her, but she noble. That's the one. That's the one you need. Is she going to stop, or is she going to continue on? That's the one. A lot of y'all women, you sit in bed crying over a man who don't want to change. Can you get up? Can you change? Can you get up and get yourself you in an abusive relationship? Can you move out that apartment? Can you get yourself in a car and drive to another place and save yourself and the kids? You're a noble queen. I don't care if you're a baby mama. I don't care if you're on drugs. I don't care if you're a sex worker. I don't care if somebody told you you're not going to make it. You're going to make it. You got to know you're going to make it. You got to change your story. How are you going to change your story? My mom changed her story. She was raped, 14, dropped out of college, got pregnant, had two abortions at 16, got pregnant again, got pregnant again, got pregnant again, got pregnant again with a pimp, got pregnant again and got murdered. But the whole time, she could have killed herself years ago. You understand? She kept going and for that she is noble. That's why I would never judge 
her and her lifestyle, ever. For that, I watched her and it inspired me and I'm only the person I am today because of her. She did not stop. She could have killed herself a long time ago for going through what she went through and she didn't. She was so noble, they covered up the murder and they put like she committed suicide because she was so noble. You understand that? She couldn't even kill herself. She knew who she was and she fought and they dragged her and taped her and threw her over a building and she still stood in her place. Found her with one shoe. That's noble to me. That's noble to me. That's noble to me. It don't matter what lifestyle you got. That's noble to me. Get yourself up. Get yourself up. You, you gonna stand for something? Yeah, they fought her all the way to her death. They fought her. She fought them back. You gonna stand for something. If you don't, what is that saying? If you don't stand for something, you gonna fall for anything. Y'all enabling these people? <laughs> you, you think, oh, we're going to run around. We're going to be toxic together. No, you ain't noble. You ain't enabler. <clears throat> Stand for something. I don't care if you don't got no money. Stand for something. Hey, I'm not taking this no more. I don't want, I want to change my life. Stand for something. It don't matter what position you in. Stand for something until you get out. Do what you need to do and get out. Don't stay there for 20 years. Don't stay in the same place. No. Do something and get out. That's noble. That's, that's noble. That's noble. That's, that's what it is. That's what it is. You're going to let somebody tell you who you ain't? You're going to let somebody try to stop you from what God told you you're supposed to do? You're going to let somebody push you out of your place when you know you belong there? Get up. That's what a lot of y'all need to do. Y'all need to get up. Get up. Get up. Some of y'all laying around in bed depressed all day. Get up. Get up, you got stuff to do, get up, get up. Yeah, y'all men, you got a plan to do, you got many stuff to do, there's something that you're supposed to do, and you're too busy running around, slinging around, playing around, got different people sitting in spots, women that's distracting you, no, get up, you got a business plan to make. You got a book to write, you got music to put out, you got stuff to do, and you're distracted. By what? Your past, your past. No, get somebody with you that's going, no, you need a coach. Heck, you down there, you depressed, you need somebody, hey, hey, babe, look, I get you ain't having a good day, but we got, we got to go. We got to get up. We, gotta, we can't stay here. Yeah, you don't want somebody looking back. What happened? Someone in the Bible, she looked back, I think it was Sarah, she looked back, she turned into a pillar of salt. That was prophetic. Don't look back. Keep going. I told y'all my track story. I told this on the podcast. I said I ran track. Okay, I, told, I, I did this podcast maybe two years ago. It's on my podcast, on my station. I said when I ran track, and I talked about it here too, uh, on uh, here, but I talked about this years ago on a podcast. And I said I ran track, okay? I was the fast, they had to pick the fastest runner from each class, and I was the fastest. And I could've win, I could've won. The woman said, Devorah, you could've won. Her name was Miss Bill. You could've won, you kept looking back. It was me and this girl, it was me and her, head to head, neck to neck, neck to neck. And I was looking back to see where she was. And I slowed down, she said, Devorah, you could've won, you kept looking back. God taught me that, I told her, I told her, I talked, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I talked about that in my podcast, and I said, some year two, about two years ago, I said, when you, what happened was, I was looking back, and it slowed me down. It slowed me down, I could've won. Stop looking back. Stop looking to see who don't like you. Yeah, sometimes it's hard. Stop looking to see who not talking about you. You got work to do. You got things to put out. You got people to see. 
You got people to meet. Stop looking back. Stop looking at who betrayed you. Yeah, I'm talking to myself. Stop looking at who betrayed you. Stop looking at who he with. He ain't with you, so he ain't gonna be with you. Move on. If he ain't with you, ha ha, that's with somebody. If she ain't with you, if he ain't with you, then he make that choice. You move on. You keep going. Stop waiting on people who don't want to wait on you. Stop waiting on people who don't see you as valuable. Stop waiting on people who not prioritizing you. Leave. <clears throat> You're no one. This is I'm talking to the no one people. Because some of y'all, I'm telling y'all, everybody not this. Some of y'all men, you're not this. You're not a noble characteristic. I'm sorry. You're not their gift. You're probably an enabler. You're probably as a tiger, or you're probably just worried about your looks all the time and which and how your car look and all that stuff. I'm talking to noble. This, this is a talk for you. This is a podcast for you. This is some deep stuff for you. So that you can know, hey, no, you stand in your spot. Yeah, they're gonna try to, people gonna try to be jealous of you. I was talking to somebody else the other day. They said, yeah. The stat people, you don't even know who you are. People know who you are before you even know who you are. You don't even know who you are. You don't even know, they don't even know how hard you work. They don't see the stuff you went through in school. They look at you and they hate on you and they want to bring you down back to level one because they can't come up to level the level that you want. So they want to bring you down with them. Yeah, they want to bring you down with them. Uh-uh. Stand where you at. Where who are who are you? Yeah, a lot of y'all, you're supposed to be doing all kind of stuff, but guess what? You got distracted. You're doing all kind of other work for a living. That's not who you are. You got distracted. You got desperate. No, you get up. I don't care how desperate you is. You keep moving forward. You don't go back to what you used to do. You move forward. Somebody gonna help you. Somebody gonna touch you. Somebody gonna see you and say, you know what, she moving up. She don't want to go back to that. She, uh, she came from that life. So she came from her parents was in sex with drugs. No, she don't want to do that. Okay, look, is she going to go back? No, she's going to move forward. Somebody going to see you and some, it's going to touch somebody. Hey, you know what? Let me let me do this for you. I don't even want you going back. You know what? Don't even, don't even ask. Don't, I, you ain't even got to, you don't got to give it back. You ain't, just look, go do what you need to do. I see you moving. I'm telling you, so many people sponsor me as a, as an elementary student. And as a, I couldn't even afford, my, my aunt couldn't even pay $50 for a cosmetology banquet. I had to get the, somebody had to sponsor me and pay for the ticket. She, she couldn't, I didn't even have a job. Nobody could even pay. You, I know I could never, it was always in high school. I have, nobody couldn't really afford anything. I would make things. I would go thrifting, put clothes together. Nobody knew. I would go thrifting, put little stuff together. I would come to school. They would say, where did, where did you get that for? Oh, it was a gift. Yeah. Would put stuff together. This 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 woman, she was a millionaire. I was in a program. She was a millionaire. This woman brought a big old bag of uh, stuff. I had. She brought me a uh, real coach purses, Timberlands, all kind of clothes and stuff. Real. I'm, I'm telling you, name brand stuff. I was 17 years old. This woman came to the to the. Uh, no, was I 17? 16, 17? Yeah. Brought me this bag of stuff. Say here, I got something for you. Yeah. I got this stuff for you. Cause as a kid, people would. You know what's funny? We had to go thrifting because we couldn't afford nothing. It was too many of us. My mom was going through stuff. They had so my my aunt's friends would bring us dresses, puffy dresses, named Tommy Hilfiger, Fubu. We had all this stuff. People knew stuff. People would give us. And at 17, or another one of her friends, the the uh, team, the girls had grew up. So we got all this Aeropostale. They brought bags of Clinique makeup, Bobby Brown makeup, brand new stuff. Stuff that wasn't even used. I had jeans 
and stuff and all this stuff and I could actually fit it. People would give, bless us and give us stuff, new stuff. Stuff, gently stuff, new stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They would come giving us stuff. Bless, I ain't never had to really ask for nothing. That's what I'm saying. God always provided. He, uh, there was always a connection. He always provided something. They would send us new stuff. Then this, this millionaire gave me all of this stuff, new coach purses, new stuff. Hey, look at this. I wanted to give you this. Something touched her. You understand? I have people, millionaires, I'm telling you, bringing bags and stuff to the church. Yeah, this one lady had a whole little sports car. She would bring little bags and stuff. She would go out of town in New York. She said, yeah, me and, your, me and my daughter got these uh, shirts for you. You're like a daughter to me. I had people telling me, people was always calling me, they, they always wanted me to be their daughter. I was their second kid. They was like, you can call me second mom or something. People was always bringing me stuff. Always giving me, blessing me with stuff. Blessing me with new stuff. Sending me stuff. That's what I'm saying. When you bless like that, and people get jealous of that. People get jealous of that because people want to help you. Somebody was always sending something. Doing something. Giving a gift. Hey, I saw this. Bringing little bags of stuff to church. Because I was going through stuff. So I started going through stuff. Keep in mind, I'm putting thousands and some dollars in the church. All of a sudden, I left, I left a job. God told me to leave, and I was going through this stuff, real a trial. <clears throat> and people would give me twenty dollars here and there. You know what I was going through? I was working at a job. I get, I'm, I'm seeing the the owner would put more money on my, uh, more money, send me, pay me more money. I'm looking like where this came from. I was so honest. I went to her and said, um, I didn't. I got more money than I was supposed to get. I mean, no, I said I got a bonus, a random bonus. She said. Who you think? I said, who did? She said, who you think? And she starts smiling. You know, she gave me a hug. People just giving me random money. I was working for this uh, <clears throat> school. After the recital, she would give me $500 bonus. She would call me in her office, $775 bonus. I've been watching Keep Up The Good Work. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. People see you and they bless you because they see you working hard. I see you trying. You're trying to do something. They see how much people took from you. The actual, they they look, they would look at me, and they would actually see my testimony through myself. People can see you, and they can see what you went through. And look, look, they can see what you went through. Not not a sob story, but look how you still going after you done went through all this stuff. People tell me, I can't believe you still, I can't believe you still um, going through this. You know, some dude here, he don't work here. He was here like temporary. He was like, um, I went downstairs. He said. You know, you go, is everything okay? I was like, mm, yeah. He was like, nah. I said, well, no, to be honest, it's not. I'm going through a lot. You know, pray for me. He was like, yeah, I can see. It makes me want to cry. When I see the stuff you want. It, 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 it makes me want to cry. I said, oh, you have a gift of mercy. He was like, yeah, I, I, knew, I know you're a very important person. I can see that. And I said, yeah, I'm a, a minister. I'm a apostle. You know, blah, blah, blah. I don't think y'all want to say it. I said, not even just that. I, I do a lot of stuff, business, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. But he was like, yeah, you, uh, I don't like to tell people. I put a bunch of titles on stuff. You know, that's the thing. I'm not like that. I don't like to, I, I like to be low key. I don't really care about all the other stuff. So, but he can see, he can see that, you know? He can say, yeah, it makes me, I, I feel it. I feel the betrayal, you know? Then I saw a lady downtown and um, she started praying for me. She said, I see so much abuse. There's so many jealous people chasing you around, watching you. She said, God, please convict them. She didn't even, I didn't even tell her what was going on. I didn't even open my mouth. She said, you're going through so much stuff. 
So many people are jealous of you and they're putting you through this. And they're putting you through this because they're jealous of you. I didn't tell her nothing. I didn't tell her anything. That's what I'm saying. So people will see what you're going through and they'll still support you and love you in it. That's how it is sometimes. So what I'm saying is, this is a, we're out of time. I went actually over my, but it's okay. You know, it's okay. Uh, it's, not, it's not really a time when it comes uh, with God. So take this, meditate on this. I pray this helps you guys. Uh, this really helped me a lot. Uh, yeah, it, it already helped me, you know, just listening to it has helped me. So I pray this helps you. Go listen to all four. Go listen to all four uh, podcast episodes. I really pray this bless you guys. Let me go ahead and pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you men who are getting ready to get married. Um, you're going to meet your wife, whatever, however God is going to um, do. And, and I'm praying that you make the right choice. And whatever that choice is, despite who it is, I pray that God blesses you. That's what, that's what I'm going to pray today. So dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today. God, thank you so much uh, for this uh, podcast. Thank you for what you're doing in these men's life, in these women's life. God, I pray right now, I'm praying for their, as these men, I see a lot of men proposing or, or uh, meeting women and proposing. God, I pray that you keep these uh, keep these men uh, safe as they get ready. That's why I feel safety, safety. Keep them safe as they get ready to journey uh, to make this decision with whoever the woman of their choice. God, let them make the right decision. Let it not be based on pressure. Let it not be based on, um, you know, a lie or witchcraft. Let it be based on who they really love. Let this be the person that they really, really want to be with and they really love. And I pray that you bless this. Whatever decision they make, that's very important. Whatever decision they make, Lord, I pray that it's a healthy decision. And I pray that you honor this proposal because you have to honor the proposal. You have to honor the marriage. Because people can get married and you don't honor their marriage. That's what they don't realize. You don't even honor them. You're not even in their marriage. So, God, I pray let these men meet the person and the wife, the, the person that you're going to honor, and this is going to be the relationship, the, that marriage or proposal that you're going to honor, this is the person that they want to be with. And I pray that the women accept whoever this is, that if this is not the person for them, that they don't accept. They wait on you, and they wait to be with the person that you have called them to be with. So God, I thank you so much uh, for the men going to uh, going to journey, whatever I see. I see there's a lot of proposals. Um, and I pray for the women, even if they are women who might not be the specific choice uh, for this specific individual. God, I pray that you heal their hearts. I pray that you are men. I pray that you heal their hearts. I pray that you uh, you you show them as to maybe, not not saying that there was anything wrong with them, but you show them. You, you reveal to them who they're a future spouse is, and you you show them in preparation um, who is the person that's supposed to be for them as you heal and give them peace to know that they are still qualified. Even though they, they might not get chose, they are still uh, the person. They are still somebody, and you still have somebody for them. Um, in Jesus' uh, name, amen. If you guys haven't listened to the podcast of the Covenant um, series, go listen to the Covenant. Go listen to it. It's a, it's a, it's a paid subscription. Or go buy the book on Amazon. Um, I think I still have it where you can, not that you have to purchase it uh, for the, uh, I'm going to put the other versions up. But it's
it's in five languages. Um, it's in um, English, it's in Spanish, it's in Hebrew, it's in Arabic, and it's in Swahili. All right, so it's in five languages. Go ahead and check that out. You can get the um, the ebook is available, and so go ahead and check that out. Go ahead and, and read through that, and um, it's about making you know the covenant, making a choice as well. It's about preparing your, the shelf. It's about God taking you through a specific preparation um, before you meet your spouse. So it's a really good story. It's, it's it's like three stories in one. It's a story you wouldn't you wouldn't really expect. So go ahead and check it out. I'm sure you you guys will enjoy it. And um, yeah, so God bless. You guys can leave leave me voice messages. Um, you can leave me like little when you listen to the podcast. You can leave little claps. You know, you can interact with the podcast. So go ahead and leave that. And um, yeah, I look forward to talking to you guys on the next one. So this is going to be up. It's going to be released, and uh, you can go ahead and listen to it. I'm really excited to uh, hear you guys' feedback and hear your testimonies, especially you men how you uh, found your wife and all that other stuff. So I'm really excited to hear from you guys. All righty.